got a billion dollar mindset, steady as a flow, navigating all my time spent, letting us know. Billion dollar, billion dollar. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the internet's number one success podcast, Into the Mind, where we break down and analyze the characteristics, skills, strategies, and systems of successful entrepreneurs so that together we can learn from their experiences, be inspired by their victories, and replicate their formulas for success. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, parkour athlete turned entrepreneur and real estate investor, and I am on a mission to help 7.8 billion people achieve success personally, professionally, and financially by empowering their minds and connecting them to the right people. So today, my guest is a man that I actually met a few months back at a personal development workshop. You guys know I love getting into the right room and meeting the right people. And he was a person that we just instantly resonated when we were sitting down around lunch. We were just having conversation about business, having conversation about life, having conversation about faith. I mean, the conversation, the depth where it went in such a short period of time blew my mind. And as I got to know him, I found out what he was doing in business, how he was helping other entrepreneurs achieve over eight figures in revenue in their business. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I need to get you on the show. So we're going to be talking with my homie, Michael Tucker, today. We're going to be diving into his personal journey of entrepreneurship, what he does with other entrepreneurs, and something cool that he's got lined up here for folks that are heading into 2023 to help them really conquer the next year. So guys, help me in welcoming my guest, Michael Tucker. Michael, what's going on, bro? Dude, I am so, so grateful to be here. Thank you so much um, for having me on the show. Dude, I'm excited to have you here, man. So I want to jump into it because you've got a pretty interesting origin story of, you know, you started off in the realm of entrepreneurship in an industry that I'm a part of, the real estate investing industry. And although you still invest in real estate and property, it's not your main focus anymore. So take me back to the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey of when you were entering in like give us the origin story <laughs> the origin story love it well to set this all up guys my name is michael and i am from kentucky so um you know always been in love with entrepreneurship and there's probably several of you watching this right now you're probably like that's me i've always grown up loving entrepreneurship and that was kind of the household I was, you know, really raised in. My dad was an entrepreneur uh, his whole life. He had many, many businesses and uh, everybody looked at him as the businessman of the town. And so I kind of was raised in that environment. So growing up, you know, he actually got us into vending machines whenever I was a teenager. It just was always like we were always trying to find ways to make money as kids, because we, if we knew we had money, we could go and spend it on whatever we wanted. So it, for other kids, you know, they they didn't really care about it. But for us, it opened up a whole new world of opportunity whenever it came to money. So we dove into it. My, our dad actually, uh, you know, set us out on this journey at the very beginning with vending machines. And I love the vending machine business for kids. So if, if you're a parent in here, I'm like, start them out with vending machines. So it's so fun. You have pop machines, you have candy machines, bubblegum machines. And that's what we started out with. And we use that, you know, through high school to really fund a lot of our uh, our ventures and our little, you know, trips and things we were doing. So, but, you know, as I got older, man, I just, I didn't know what side of entrepreneurship I wanted to be on. Right. So I knew I wanted to be in business, but I just didn't know what. And so there's some of you here, maybe you struggle with clarity and that's what I struggled with. I said, I know I love sales. I love marketing. I love building stuff. I'm a builder. I'm sure you're probably the same way. And yeah. I, I'm just a builder. Like I got like do out there 
build businesses, build things because it gets my, lets my creativity out. And um, I said, God, what do you really want from me, man? Like, what is it in my life? And so actually I went on this journey of self-discovery and trying to find out exactly what I was going to do with my life. And so I went to college, actually went to college for Christian missionary studies and business. And um, on the, at, during this time, I just went and tried everything and anything. And if you're, you're a college age student and you don't know what you want, I suggest you do the same thing. Just go out there, try a bunch of stuff. And that's what I did. I tried e-commerce. I tried um, drop shipping, stock trading, so much. We even had a kettle corn business where we were wholesaling kettle corn and selling it wholesale price to gas stations, restaurants. It's so it's so funny. And I look back, that was a massive fail, but it was, was one of the ventures that set me up to where I am now. And so we tried a bunch of different stuff, man. I'm telling a long story here, but we we tried a bunch of different things. And, you know, at the time, I was so I started to get frustrating. I started to get frustrated because I couldn't figure out why nothing was working. I couldn't figure out why these things that was I was trying weren't working. I was like, well, these people on the ad say you're, you know, within a couple months you should be able to make six figures, you know, with stock trading. They say after this as long you should be able to make this much money in uh, e-commerce. I'm like, this ain't working for me. And so one day I was actually sitting in, um, I'm not sitting. I was actually closing as a restaurant server at my family's restaurant. So we they own a, a family uh, diner kind of like. And so I was sitting there sweeping, closing the night out. And one of my friends comes to me and said, hey. Hey, Michael, why don't you join me in this network marketing opportunity? And at the time, she didn't say network marketing, but and I think we actually talked about this. <laughs> she said, you should actually try, you should actually check this out. I, it's really cool. We get to travel together. If you refer a friend, you make some money. At the time, I didn't know what the heck it was. I was like, I'm trying everything any, anyway, so might as well try this and jumped on in. And I was going to say, there's certain moments in your life. If you're watching this right now, there's certain moments in your life where you look back and they're pivotal moments. This was a pivotal moment for me whenever I said yes to getting into network marketing. Now, we fast forward to where I'm at today. I'm nowhere near network marketing, right? <laughs> but it was that one yes that led me to where I am today. And so I would actually encourage you all, if you're listening to this today, ask yourself, go back and reflect. What were the pivotal moments in your life? And go and pinpoint those. For me, it was this moment whenever my friend invited me to join a network marketing opportunity. You're like, why is this a pivotal moment? Because I got in the network marketing opportunity and I guess what? I found a friend by the name of David. And David was a really high energy guy. One of those guys, and I'll tell him this to his face and he, he'll he laugh. One of those guys you look at, his energy is so high, people think he's fake, right? You ever met some of those people who are just like, that can't be real. But he's like yep. that. He's like the energizer bunny 24-7. I met this dude and I was like, I got to become like this guy. He's investing in himself. He's energetic. He's passionate. I want to be like him. So he took me under his wing and started mentoring me. And um, at the time, network marketing and network marketing started ramping up. We started making a little sale, started getting good. And then all of a sudden it was just like, David and I just disconnected, right? Some of us have, we have relationships where you just disconnect for some reason. It wasn't anything bad or anything. We just disconnected for a season. And um, so network marketing pretty much went to a halt. And um, months went by and then I get a random phone call one day from Dave and he says, hey, bro, I want to teach you how to get into real estate. And I was like really caught off guard because I was like, dude, at this time, you realize I am a college age student that is 50, 40 or 50,000 hours in debt. <laughs> I just got married. And my wife and I just spent all of our money 
uh, our savings on a honeymoon in Bali, right? So like, you're telling me I can get in real estate and I know you have a lot of real estate investors listening. So you're probably, you're probably laughing at me right now, but I was like, you're telling me I can get a real estate with little to no money. And he was like, yeah, let me show you. And um, from there, I just was like, dude, this can't be real. This can't, I was, he was like, I'll show you. I said, okay, I, I trust you. I was, I've been trying everything anyways. Let's just jump into it. And uh, we did. And he showed us how to utilize credit, how to leverage other people's money to buy houses. And, um, you know, the rest is history. I can go in a little deeper, but does this make, does this resonate with anybody listening? Like if you're listening to this right now, are you getting like little bits and pieces of maybe what you can do? Cause like, I feel like sometimes when you listen to people's story, it's just like breezes over, but there's a lot of powerful lessons in what we're sharing, right? Making a decision saying yes. Once you say Marlon, man, there's like, little key pieces in that story that people could take away with yeah i mean so it's funny because like i was like i take little notes like as you were talking and something i want to highlight is first off you know for those people that are stepping into that entrepreneurial journey right sometimes it feels like the the same feeling we had when we were in elementary school and they're like hey kid what do you want to be when you grow up man i don't know i'm just just trying to figure out today and sometimes we're trying to figure out exactly where we want to go and we don't know. And I like that you said like, hey, I was trying a little bit of everything and you actually encourage people to try everything. And I want to highlight something you said, because this was such a gold nugget for me. You said there was a pivotal moment that came from you saying yes to an unknown opportunity. It came from you saying yep. yes to stepping into something where it's like, look, I've never actually done this before. Because oftentimes we say no because we think we know what's going to happen on the other side. But the truth is, I can't make an informed decision from the outside. If I've never actually stepped into real estate, if I've never stepped into network marketing, if you never stepped into these other ventures and you had said no to it, you don't actually know what you were saying no to. Like you said, although you're not doing the network marketing anymore, that door opened you up to a brand new relationship, 100%. opened you up to personal development. You found David and David ended up being a catalyst for so many other things. And I, I mean, I can relate to that 1000%, right. although I'm in real estate now, it started off with maybe seven to 12 other failed business ventures <laughs> right. beforehand. Yeah. And if you're a business owner, you're going to have failed businesses. So if I want you to remember this, if you have a failed business that does not make you a failure yourself, I want you to remember that if you have a business that's not going so well, or you've failed, and I shouldn't say fail, if your businesses haven't been profitable in the past, that does not make you a failure as a person. Okay. I want you to remember that. Okay. Let, I want to hit on something else you said there. So there, yeah, you have to say yes. Right. And there's so many of you, you all that are listening here today, you've probably been saying no to so many opportunities. You're praying for an opportunity. God, send an opportunity my way. I want one. I want one. And then you're you're acting poor, right? You're passing over opportunity repeatedly. And so opportunities are f flashing in front of your face, but you're just saying no. So now listen, I, I get it. There's sometimes when you're zoned in, you're focused, you have a mission, you have a goal, and you have to say no to certain things. But if you're searching for something, and you're looking for something better, why not try it and say yes, right? And so that one yes, and to continue on with the story, um, that one yes, and that one relationship I built, guys, you're one relationship away from a totally different life. One relate, and that was it. This relationship with David really set my life up to be completely different. So I actually got into real estate, and it's not like a, 
happy ending story. <laughs> it's not like one of those stories where you're just like, oh, he met a real estate coach. He got in, made a bunch of money. No, I actually lost money in my first two deals. My first two deals as a broke college kid, just gotten married, living in a church parsonage, okay? I lost probably combined, I would always say like around twenty dollars to $30,000 on those deals after interest, everything. And so one thing, and we talked about this last time we were on live, I just like, I love these principles because they're so true to what they are, is I got into the real estate game, bought these properties, I got so excited. And what happened was I took the principles that David taught me and I threw them out the door and I let my emotions trump principles, right? And so if you're here today, gold nugget for you, don't let your emotions trump principles. Now you need to listen to your gut, right? You need to listen to your gut and ultimately your intuition, listen to God, what God's telling you, but don't let your emotions, your excitement, your anger, your sadness trump principles because principles don't lie, right? Eric Thomas says at the end of every principle is a promise, at the end of every principle is a promise. And you probably heard it too. I heard this before, right? People say people lie, numbers don't lie, right? And so in the real estate game, I let my emotions trump the principles. And because of it, I dealt with the consequences. We bought two houses, bought them too expensive. I thought I was going to renovate them all myself. And, um, you know, it put us back in the hole big time not just financially, but spiritually, it really hurt me. Uh, relationally with my wife, I was working so much, I didn't get to see her that much. And we started, you know, just was, it was hard. I wasn't saying that we were like, wanting to get divorced or anything, we just wasn't like, right for our relationship. Um, health wise, because I was staying up so late, I was not eating healthy when you have no money, right. And um, it just was a bad, bad time in my life. And so one day, I remember, man, I was walking, behind the counter of my mom's boutique clothing store she owned. And I walked through the front door, walked around the back of the counter to pick up some mail that she had for me. And she could tell I was depressed. She she could tell I was in a bad mood. And she said, Michael, man, are you sure you want to continue doing this real estate thing? I said, Michael, I love you, but you just seem miserable. You seem depressed. You haven't smiled in like four or five months. Are you sure you want to do this? And it was at this time that I realized something. I had an epiphany. I had epiphany that all those other things that I was trying in the past, the stock trading, the e-commerce, all those things, even the failed kettle corn business, I had a decision to make at some point to give those up or continue going. And I was presented with that same opportunity right there behind the counter of my mom's boutique clothing store. She was presenting me an opportunity saying, Michael, do you really want to do this? The question for you all listening on the other side of the screen is, do you want to do what you're doing? Do you want to do this? And so I had to make that decision. She said, do you want to continue doing this? Because you're miserable. And at that moment, I said, yes, I'm going to do whatever it takes to succeed in this industry. Because at that moment, literally in my head, I was like, do I just say no? Like, what do I say? If I say no, I'm a quitter. If I say yes, I got to stay true to my word and keep going. So I said, yes. And I realized that all those other ventures is not that stock trading didn't work. It's not that e-commerce didn't work. It's not that my failed kettle corn business didn't work. It was because I didn't work and I didn't stay committed long enough to see those through. So I have a shirt, I, the green screen is messing with it, but I have a shirt that says commit conquer. And that's where it was born out of was that, that moment with my mother having a deep conversation was that like, if you want to 
conquer your world, you first have to commit to something. So at that moment, that's when, whenever I really realized that in order to grow your business, you have to commit first, right? You have to make a decision first. So, um, does that make sense, bro? I'm ch- I'm talking bro, a lot. I'm sorry, bro. I'm I'm over here like I'm encapsulated. Like I know the audience when they're gonna be listening to this, they're just gonna be hanging on every word because I'm just like I'm in your story right now, and everything you're saying it's resonating. And I know for the entrepreneurs listening, for the people that are listening, that if they sit and they honestly reflect. Right. Because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm honestly reflecting. And you look back at all the endeavors, all the ventures that didn't work out. Why didn't they work out? And you have you're faced with the oh, the dream didn't quit. I quit. Right. The dream never stopped. I was the one that stopped because dreams never stop. It's people that stop. So I love that you had to ask yourself that when your mom actually asked you, it took an outside force. And this is why having people around you, the right people around you makes a difference when she came to you and she put the mirror on you and just said, like, Michael, what's your choice here? What are you actually doing? It forced you to really have to answer that truthfully. And I'm curious, like, what what was it like in that moment? Because you notice, all right, I'm not committing. I haven't committed in the past when you made up your mind to commit. Was there a difference? Did you feel a difference? Was there something that you noticed right away? Yeah, it wasn't something that I would say right away. But yeah, there was a different there was a different viewpoint and perspective moving forward, right? So whenever you tell somebody you're going to do something, that's why I love accountability so much. And when we when we teach people how to set goals is something I do every once in a while, like once a year, we'll actually talk about that at the end. But whenever we talk about setting goals, I always tell people like share the plan, share what you want to do with as many people as possible because it creates accountability. And if you're scared to share it with other people, do it anyway, right? And so (laughs) that's that was like accountability for me because she asked, are you going to see this through or not? Pretty much like in a a nutshell. And I I had to, I said, yes, I'm going to. So if I I backed out later, I was going to look like a fool to her and a liar to her because I said I was going to see it through no matter what. And so there was a different mindset shift there that happened. It was, I have to get this done right now. And some of you all, you're in a position right now and you're listening to this. You're not in a dire situation. At the time, I was in a dire situation. I look back, I took pictures of it because I want to document it. All we had was a Pepsi can and a bag of red potatoes in our fridge. Like no joke. And maybe like a little tub of leftovers. Like you look at our fridge, it was like three items, Pepsi, uh, red potatoes, and like a tub of pulled pork or something like that's it. And so I was in a dire situation. I had to win. And some of you all, you need to get your back against the wall so you can go out there and crush it. And so I I said, it has to work or it has to work, right? That's one of my friends, Nehemiah Davis says that. He says, it has to work or it has to work. And so whenever I told her that, it was like, hey, there's no other decision now. I have to be, I have to stay accountable to myself. I have to stay accountable to her. And guess what happened after that? I was like, you know what? I might as well tell other people what I'm going to do. So I went back to my real estate coach. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm messed up. I know it. Here's where I'm at. He helped me get on the right track. He helped me get my mind right. And then, uh, you know, I started sharing it on social media. Hey guys, I started doing, I actually started a podcast. Like a lot of people think, oh, you have to be a professional at something to start a podcast. No, I used it to document my journey from the start, you know, till just about a year or two ago. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this podcast to really keep myself accountable, right? Because if I say I'm going to put a podcast out every week, I better have some progress to be made, right? And so, um, you know, from there, it was just like, going all in. And I think that that could be just one statement for some of you all is just to go all in. I think that could really help you. So 
So I, I think that's powerful, right? When you speak about having that accountability with other people, you know, I found that same power to be true in my world. So I know it works absolutely when you start to set those goals and you start to go out to the world and let them know this is what I'm doing. So as you got yourself back together, you got yourself standing back up and you now told your mom and now you're going out and you're telling people you're starting the podcast, you're sharing it on social media. What what began to happen there? Like, what did you start to notice in your business and in your life? You know, was it a an instant change in direction? Because here's what I, the reason I'm asking is because I think people, they get motivated, they get excited and they feel like, all right, cool, like I'm committed now. So now everything's supposed to just start working in my favor. The gates are supposed to just open up for me. Were you still being met with resistance, although you had now committed or did all the resistance just disappear? No, man, it was it was a, a constant grind. And so, you know, once I made that decision, like it wasn't like I would say probably at maybe eight to 12 months by the time I actually started, like got my first real estate check. And so but you got to think like eight to 12, I, eight to 12 more months did the deals. I still was in the hole because I just lost all that money. So like until I was actually profitable, it was like over 12 months later. Right. And so, wow. um, but you have to have that long-term vision. Right. I, I knew, I knew what I was doing would work. Right. I see my friends, I see my, um, you know, colleagues flipping houses, making 30, 40, $50,000 per house. I'm like, if they can do it, why can't I? Right. And so if you really have the long-term vision and the belief, you just got to stick to it long enough. Right. You take the right actions over the right amount of time, eventually you're going to see success, right? So that's the thing. Most people either A, take the wrong actions over the right amount of time. B, they take the right actions over not enough time. And it just doesn't work out, right? So you have to have a combination of both the right actions over the right amount of time. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I, that was the approach I took on it was like, I'm just going to do everything that's I know works the basics. I want to commit to the the basics first and just do it over a long period of time. And then I, I know for a fact, it's going to have, it's going to work. Right. So Mike, let me ask you this because I, I love that too. Like, cause you're, this is the mindset. And I want people to really understand this because this is the mindset that needs to be cultivated. Oftentimes like we're looking to go out and build these businesses, but as you're talking about the next eight to 12 months before you got a check back, what I'm hearing is although you were taking action in the business, a lot of it was you were taking action on yourself. You're constantly reinforcing yourself. You're constantly going out and you're sowing, you're planting seeds in the garden because there's a time to sow and there's a time to harvest, but you can't do both at the same time. So you've actually made up your mind and you said, like, I'm just going to keep sowing until it's harvest time. So yeah, you man. eventually sowed, you eventually got to the harvest where real estate turned profitable. And at some point you made a pivot, right? You pivoted from real estate into another industry. Can we talk about that? Because you, you started to see success there and then you yeah. moved and transitioned into something else. And I think there's a lot of people who may have seen success in one area of their life, and they're almost afraid to pivot. They don't even know how, quite frankly, they like don't know how to pivot, and they feel stuck in something because it's working. Yeah, yeah. So we actually, there's a lot of things going on. So what I gave you guys was like very, very brief. There was so much going on in the background. <laughs> but at the same time, so actually how I got, David approached me, if we want to step back, right? step back to the time when I was in network marketing and we were, you know, trying to get through that season of life. I didn't have money. And he was act. David told me like, Hey, there's a cost to this coaching program. I didn't have money. I only had, I literally had like a hundred, $200 in my bank account. And so he was like, Hey, there's, you know, there's an investment. I was like, dude, 
I'll do it. I just don't know how to make it work. So um, what we ended up doing, actually negotiating, this is a good idea for some of you all. Now it's not going to be for every situation, right? But actually negotiated with them. I was like, hey, how about you're wanting to grow your coaching business? How about I exchange services with you? You coach me in real estate and I'll actually do a lot of your digital marketing for you. Because at the time I always knacked around on the computer. I always had a hobby for, you know, doing like building websites. I said, hey, I'll just build you out some websites, some sales funnels, build you out some graphics as long, and I'll just help you grow your coaching business if you help me grow my real estate business. And so what we found was, um, you know, this is a completely different conversation in a different industry, but I started running these um, events and I started running, you know, all the digital marketing for David and we started blowing up and it just was like, we were finding a lot of success in that area. It wasn't like that. Our first, our actually first attempts were horrible. We didn't make any money in for his coaching business, but over time we, we discovered some simple processes to really help scale coaching businesses. And so, um, you know, we, I started at small scale and this is the power of relationships, but we eventually started making a lot of money for David and I was still doing real estate. So I was like doing real estate, helping him on the side. So it was like both hand in hand. And then uh, we started, his coaching business started blowing up. And what happened was referral started coming in. Referral, I didn't even intend to start an agency. So we do we do have an agency now where we run virtual events for people. But um, it was just like, hey, who do you know that runs virtual events? Hey, Michael can probably do it. And it just happened. We, we got connected with one guy named Marvin. Marvin, he blew up his business with, with what we were doing. Marvin referred me to another guy and it just blew up since then. So what we've been on, you know, real estate has been awesome. We, we still have a real estate business. We have a good team that just kind of renovates the property for us and does that. I do it maybe 10 hours a week. Um, but then the, you know, the other 30 to 40 hours a week, you know, I'm, in a virtual event agency, which where we run virtual events for people. And it's just that pivot there. Um, I just, there's so much opportunity. So there's sometimes in your life where you're going to be given opportunities. You can say yes, you can say no. You have to weigh the opportunities and ask yourself, does this align with my future vision, right? Does this a lot align with who I'm going to be in the future, who I want to be in the future? And for me at the moment, I was like, you know what? I think there's a lot of value with the relationships here. And I weighed weighed the options. I said, by saying yes to these opportunities, it's only going to lead me to more high level people. We're working with coaches and influencers that have millions of followers, hundreds of thousands of people on their email list, like high level individuals. And so I decided, I was like, I, I, I'm okay for a season working in this digital marketing, virtual event space to connect with those types of people. Because I don't know, I know it only helped me elevate my thinking my, um, you know, ultimately my income over time. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the space we kind of dive dove in into, I dealt, delved, I don't know yeah. how you say that, but well, you went into, so I'm it's from Kentucky. Cool. We don't have the best language down in here. Oh, bro. I, I love it, man. I mean, this is what people like. We like the real conversations. Like it's just, and it's cool. Cause I actually, I didn't know how you had made that transfer. And you know, one thing I want to highlight is when you were working with David on this, first off, you were, you're creative, right? Instead of at the beginning when David's like, hey, look, Mike, I can show you all about how to get into real estate. Here's my coaching program. And instead of being like, man, I, I can't afford it. Like that just closed that door. You switched into what Robert Kiyosaki goes into like that. How, how can I afford it? How can I make yep. it happen? Love you went that. back into bartering and you found a way you weren't giving up. And then as you started to barter and you started to bring this other skill that seemed somewhat irrelevant, maybe at first glance, you were able to bring the skill in here. I like that if people notice you served 
David, right? You came in and you focused on just serving him, helping him grow his business, pouring into him. And by nature of just pouring in and blowing that up, other opportunities started to come. Because I think sometimes we feel like we have to go out and serve every little person and we're spreading ourselves so thin instead of picking a focal point and just pouring into it, pouring into that person, elevating them and their business. And it allowed you to actually elevate your own business. Opportunity came from you elevating another person. Hey guys, Marlon Johnson here. I hope you're enjoying the episode. We'll get back to it in just a moment. First, I want to say thank you for your continued support. And I'm happy to share with you that we've relaunched MMC. MMC is the millionaire mindset community. If you love these thought-provoking conversations, then you need to be a part of MMC and get in the room with other like-minded entrepreneurs. MMC is a private group where we connect daily to work on ourselves and our businesses. We have daily Zoom calls with other entrepreneurs who are setting goals, collaborating, and doing business together, plus a weekly coaching call from either myself, other coaches, or special guests. Also, being a part of MMC allows you early access to podcasts like this before they air, as well as behind-the-scenes conversation that my guests share. Because I want to make joining MMC a no-brainer, I'm offering listeners a seven-day trial for just $1 by going to mmc.mindsetmarlin.com. Go to mmc.mindsetmarlin.com, and when you register, you'll be able to do a seven-day trial for just $1. And if you don't get value from being in the room with the right people, you can cancel your membership on the sixth day. So what do you have to lose? Go to mmc.mindsetmarlin.com right now and register. Don't wait any longer to change your life. I'll see you in the room. Now back to the episode. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Do you yeah, find that's, that? That's, yeah. I'm sorry, like, man. You, I was going to say no. that's 100% true. I mean, like when you, when you add value to people and if, if you want to make a lot of money, help other people make money first. Right. And so that was, that was kind of where we took the approach at was like, how can we just help David? And like, I just, you know, I want to learn real estate ultimately, but um, we knew that <clears throat> if we added value to him, the opportunities would arise, right? If we add value to the clients he was referring us to, it would only lead to more clients and more people. So always, whenever you're in business, ask yourself, how can I over deliver for those on the other end, right? How can I over deliver for the people that I'm doing work for, the, my clients, my students, and um, so that they see the value in you. And so we worked ourselves up to a, a point, bro, where we were so valuable. We are so valuable. Like we know our value right now, but like people, they do not want to let us go because of how great of a system we have built out and how much value we bring to their business. And so I think right now where, if you're listening to this, we're kind of like in a uncertain times, <clears throat> uncertain times, everybody's like, what's the market's going to do? What's, what's the world going to do? I think if you focus on creating value and you focus on being a genuine person who, you know, can help. I think you'll be fine. I think you'll be fine. Now, I'm not saying that you should just help everybody for free. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you can create a business in a way where people can't let go of what you're doing, they have to have you. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll make, I think you'll weather the storms. And so that's kind of the position we're taking of is more of a um, service-based, right? Service-based, value-based business. And uh, I think that would be some good advice for anybody that's listening right now and you have a business and you're unsure about what the future holds, right? It's just like, let's find a few people 
and add as much valuable as, as possible to them. Bro, that that's powerful. And I, I want to highlight that really clearly for anyone that was listening. First off, actually, just do me a favor before you even listen to what I'm going to say next. Go back, rewind the last five minutes and listen to that part again, because what Michael said about adding value, if you want to make more money, think about how can I go out and help somebody else make more money? Because who would ever say no to a proposition like that? That's like me going up to Michael and saying like, hey, Mike, I got this $20 bill. But in exchange for me giving you this $20 bill, I need you to give me a $10 bill. He's going to do that trade every day of the week, twice on Sundays, because he's always going to get more. He's going to grow from doing any sort of transaction with me. Well, we like, dude, we help a lot of business owners like tweak their offers. And so like, not just real estate, I'm talking about like coaches, speakers, entrepreneurs, we help them like really tweak their offers to where it's irresistible. And that's what we try to get people to, you know, to build out in their business is an irresistible offer so that the people on the other end, the receiving end are stupid not to take it. Right. And so you're like, Michael, what's the irresistible offer have to do with this? It's all about creating value. And so we go to the business owners, we say, Hey, how can we create so much value in what you're doing? How can we create so much value in your offer that the people on the receiving end that you're extending your hand out to that you're giving an invitation to, they'd be stupid to say no, right? And so that's what we've done. Like literally, I'm, I'm going to be honest, we we probably raise our prices with what we do a bit, but um, people look at us and are like, I'll do it. And then they stick with us. And we have people we've been working with for two, three years now, or even one, one client we've had for like five years, four or five years, just because we've we've done that, right? We've created an irresistible offer. We have so much, there's so much value there. And um, I think that's that's really something that you guys maybe should focus on in 2023 is just figuring out, just starting out with one or two, three people that you could add value to and just really pour into them, right? It could be, this sounds really bad. It could be your spouse because you haven't been pouring into that relationship in the past, right? Pour, add value to it. You're going to see it grow. It could be, um, you know, you know, let's just say a potential investor and potential business partner that you, you see, Hey, this individual, they have a lot of resources that I don't have. I'd love to potentially partner with them in the future. Sow the seeds now so you can reap the harvest later, right? Go ahead, sow into the relationship. I'm not saying go and do fake things. I'm saying go and um, figure out ways to add value to their life. If, if you know that they need something in their business, provide that for them. If they need something in their life, find a way to intervene and, and be that person to help assist them in that moment in time. So um, yeah, that's just kind of been something that we've dedicated ourselves to over the past couple of years. And I think it's going to blow up what you guys are doing. If you take that approach going into the new year and beyond. Yo, everybody listen to what he just said. And Michael, like you're speaking to the right crowd because a lot of my audience, they are, they're real estate investors, but they're also entrepreneurs. A lot of them have digital courses. A lot of them are looking to be in places where they're speaking on stages, where they're creating podcasts and they're putting value out to the world. So can we talk about that for a second as well? Because here's something that I think a lot of them go, this goes through their mind. Like, well, I'm already like, I do deliver a ton of value. Like I I know I could give value, but what I see is a, a lack of an ability to communicate that value. Right. And there's a, do you ever find that there are people that have the value to give and they're missing maybe the communicating that to the world, letting the world be able to know clearly what that value is? 
Yeah. And there's a few thoughts I have about that. So we can go like super deep in this <laughs> and we can go multiple directions. So if you have, if you feel like, Hey, Michael, what I have is like super valuable or like, I know it. it is like the most valuable thing. One, either a, you're not getting in front of the, the right people. B, you're not getting in front of enough people, enough of the right people. Or C, you're just not sharing it passionate enough. And I actually had a call yesterday with a, a group of speakers, coaches, and I was sharing with them the reason why our virtual events, and if you're here and you're like, Michael, I don't care about virtual events, just hang with me, hang tight, okay? The reason why we're able to convert, our, our virtual events we run, we convert like crazy. And like people, when I say convert, I mean like we sell a bunch of stuff. We sell a bunch of programs. is because we teach our coaches to share with a passion, right? We, sh we teach our coaches to share with an excitement, with high energy, with engagement. And I would ask yourself right now, and this is like the bare bones, I guess you would say the bottom question I would ask yourself first, if you have a golden opportunity, but you, nobody's taking you up on it, are you, at, are you sharing this with intensity? Are you sharing this with passion, with energy? Do you believe that this is a high like value offer do you feel like it's a good opportunity because sometimes you're like yeah i do but like you got to show people so for example dude a few months back five six months i was just testing out launching a new offer to a new audience i had no i, I didn't have no email list and had nothing it was a brand new audience and so i ran this event and i think i had like 60 or 70 people show up so i was like elated that i had 60 or 70 people <laughs> show up to a virtual event <clears throat> that i like ground zero nothing so they showed up and while I was throughout the week, only about 10 people actually like attended like 10 to 15 people. The night I went to go present the opportunity, present my services and my offer to the people, there was only 10 people on. Now, most people would be like, oh, 10 people. Like I'm not, I'm not presenting my offer in just front of 10 people. And they, they dip out for me. I'm like 10 people. This is yeah. awesome. And so um, we're sitting there and I was like, I know what I created is irresistible. I know it has so much value. This, this opportunity that I'm going to hand over to them on a silver platter, they'd be stupid not to take it. And I wholeheartedly believe that. I believe it was going to change their life. And so you know what I said? I said, I'm going to step into this opportunity. Some of these people I know, some of, the, some of them I don't, but I'm going to share this with a passion. And we were able to convert like 40 or 50% of the people that attended into one of our new programs. Now, I don't say that to Bose. I just saying like, we have stories like this all the time where people are sharing their message. They're sharing their products with passion. And listen, people will connect with energy any day of the week, right? Good energy, they'll connect with it. Bad energy, they'll connect with it. And so good energy is contagious. And so you have to ask yourself if you have a great opportunity, but nobody's getting in, ask yourself first, <clears throat> do people believe that I believe in it? Mm. And so the thing is, a lot of people spend time trying to convince other people to believe in it. Don't do that. Don't try to spend hours and months trying to convince people to believe what you teach or what you, you have. They need to believe that you believe in your product. And so um, that's like taking that approach first would be like where I would start. And so... There's no doubt in my mind, man, like every time I go to share something big or like something that I think is big, I share it with a passion 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. We're, we're gonna talk about an event. If you're listening to this, we have an event coming up at the very end of the uh, actually in a week or two. And whenever we were formulating this event, guess what I did, bro? I wrote a list of ten people I wanted to actually like get on podcasts with, do lives with, and who I wanted to, to like share this with. I I shot a video, a video of me passionately sharing this event with them saying, Hey guys, my name is Michael, or maybe you know me. Hey, I'm running this event. This is why I'm passionate about it. This is why it's going to change the world. I shared it with one with you, right? I shared it with yes, you. you did. And literally nine, actually, I would say, I think it's a hundred percent, 90 to hundred percent of the people I sent the video to said yes, because of my passion and because they got bought in with what I was doing. So this doesn't matter if you're product-based, service-based, movement-based, you have to share it with a passion, dude. I didn't tell you this part of my story. It's okay if I tell you another part of my story real quick. Bro, let's go, man. Like, right, got okay. my, like, I'm over here like I can't stand I'm, I'm, still. I have like a lot of little crevices in my life that people don't know about. And that's not in a bad way, in a good way. So, um, you know, back when I was in high school, I actually met my wife, who at the time was, my, you know, just a friend. And we, we had this shared desire to go just help change the world, right? And I, I've told you this off screen is like, I've always felt felt passionate and I guess you would say motivated to go out and do big things. If you're if you're listening to this and you relate to that, put it in the chat if you're watching on YouTube or wherever you're just like, if that's you, just let me know. If that was me. Like growing up in high school, I was like, I, I know I'm meant for more. I want to go help people and change some lives. And so I met Taylor, my wife. Um, and so at, we were 15 years old and we said, Hey, let's go, let's go change some lives. Let's go help some people in Africa, right? At 15 years old and everybody was looking at us and they were saying, no, you're too young to go to Uganda, Africa to help these people at 15 years old. You can't go by yourself. And we were hit with opposition. We were hit with people telling us, no, it's not good for you. You shouldn't do that. But we, we kept pressing forward. We were like, okay, we can't go by ourselves. We're taking you then with us. And we went on this journey to spread, I guess you would say, awareness for this organization over there and some of the work we we kind of took up along that journey. And the way we made it happen was through sharing our passion, sharing our passion, getting up on front of stages. I'm not saying you have to get up on a stage, but getting up on stages, sharing our passion with uh, congregations, with crowds, going out. We literally would set up in churches and festivals and conventions and share our vision with people. And we literally built a movement. We ended up raising thousands, thousands of dollars, mobilizing thousands or hundreds of thousands of volunteers in high school just because we were passionate about our cause, passionate about who, what we were on a mission for. And so I hope that helps somebody today. Like, let's start living life with high energy, high passion, because if not, you're leaving a lot of money on the table because money and energy they're too, they're like, they're connected, right? Low energy, low income, high energy, high income. So that's, that's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Bro, that was like, I feel like the last 10 minutes was straight up like a masterclass on sales because <laughs> what, like while you were talking and I want to let people know, like for the people that are just listening on Spotify or iTunes or Google play or wherever, and they're not seeing the video. If you were watching this on YouTube, you would see me just kind of like bouncing back and forth like I literally like I can't get my legs to stop moving right now because you're transferring energy into me you're getting me excited like I'm just like man like this is awesome and because you know the power in it bro because you know the power in it 
it's huge. I mean, you're literally sharing something with people that I wish I had learned at the beginning of this entrepreneurial but journey. But dude, you I know was... what? You know what's about it real quick? I want to say this. The things yeah. we're talking about, they're so simple. It's so simple. But it's simple to do and simple not to do. Mm. And though some of you all, you're maybe listening to this and you're you're tuning it out because you're like, oh, I already do that. Or ask yourself, do you really do it? It's simple to do and simple not to do. We're not saying it's easy. We're saying it's simple things. The simple things over time add up to, to become great things, right? So just remember that simple things added up over long enough period of time equal great things. And so it's simple to do and simple not to do, my friend. Right. And, you know, I want to piggyback that with understanding that being a professional means doing this on command. Sometimes we wait till we're just, ah, I'm just going to wait till I kind of feel like it. But understand that a professional recognizes, hey, how do I make sure that I'm passionate, that I'm excited? How do I make sure I'm moving in alignment so that every day when I step out the house and I go to tell people about what I'm doing and I shake their hand and I look them in the eyes, they can feel like, whoa, what's up with this guy? What is he high on? It's called life. It's <laughs> called excitement. So let's now, let's pull it in because- Check it out. It's today is Friday, December 23rd. And this is we got something coming up on Monday of December. That's the 26th. It's the Kings and Queens Challenge. I'm excited about this. After you told me about it, I was like, I'm definitely I'm there. I'm already there. I've already talked to my friends like my friends are coming through. And I want to make sure other people know about this. So what is the Kings and Queens Challenge? Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, man. We're throwing together an event next week, December 26th through the 30th. It's just a five-day event, an hour a day. And it's for people who want to move into action and like make 2023 the year of conquering their whole life, right? And so I don't know about you guys, but a lot of a lot of us here are business owners, entrepreneurs. It can get a little crazy. We can go about life and we always think about is how can we make money? How can we make money? But I wanted to, like, I do this every year, but I wanted to be a little bit more intentional about it this year. I wanted to gather as many entrepreneurs, as many leaders that I could together to go into 2023 ready to conquer their world, to conquer your world, right? And when I say world, I'm talking about your health, your wealth, relationships, your faith, because it's not all about money, guys. If, you're, if your health is out of whack, money's useless, right? Because your time's just ticking, if if your relationships are jacked up, right? Money is not worth it. If your relationship with Christ isn't worth it, you know, it's like, or not on track, it's not worth it. So um, you know what we're doing, dude? We're just, th we're bringing in some really high level speakers. Um, and you know, myself, we're going to be just showing these faith-driven leaders and entrepreneurs how to really move into 2023, optimizing their health, wealth, relationships, and faith, and how to set goals in those areas. Because how many times do we set goals in our relationships how many times do we set goals in our health or in our um you know i guess you would say relation uh, relationships in the finances not many times do we i mean a lot of times we just live life roaming aimlessly but it's time to get on a set path it's time to get on a set direction so that's what we're doing we're going to help you get on a set direction help you get off the sidelines onto the playing field and actually give you a plan to move into 2023 to be the best year ever. So if you, it's not just going to be motivation though. I've been telling everybody, like people show up to these events. It's free. It's totally free. You can show up. It could be a motivating event, but we're going to use this to help change lifestyles, 
help change lifestyle. So if you want a new lifestyle, if you're like, hey, I'm tired of playing it safe. I'm tired of playing average. Listen, come join us next week because we're going to rock your world and we're going to take you on a journey of implementing a new lifestyle that's going to move you to be the best you've ever been financially in every area of your life. So you don't want to miss it. <laughs> Yo, I, I love it because what you just said is, guys, like I want people, I want you to listen. Setting goals is a skill in and of itself. Setting your target, setting your direction, it is a skill. And oftentimes a lot of people don't achieve the goal simply because they messed, they missed up. They messed, <laughs> they messed, they missed that fundamental step. Right, they they didn't properly set the target. They didn't understand. There's a reason you've set goals in the past and you haven't accomplished them. Yep. And this is why I'm so excited about it that you're doing it before the New Year's. You're doing it before everyone else is waiting until January 1st to start trying to figure out where they want to go. You're doing this beforehand at a perfect time where people are able to unplug. They're able to step back. And so it's going to be Monday through Friday. It's going to be for how long each day? It's just an hour a day. So if you can commit, I know the holidays are here. The replays will be available. So that's good. But Ooh. if you can just commit to like one hour a day, 12 Eastern Standard Time to one Eastern Standard Time every day, we're going to go in like exactly what you said. We're going to help you learn how to set goals effectively. That's like something I'm passionate about. I look back at all the things I've been able to accomplish through, you know, the good Lord's help. You know, we've been able to raise, like I said, tons of money for charities do many century rides, marathons, start businesses. And it's all through what I'm going to share with you next week. We have other speakers coming on as well. Riley Meek. Uh, if you don't know who Riley is, he's literally, his businesses have brought in nine figures in sales. If you know what nine figures stand for is that's over a hundred million dollars in sales, right? So, um, you know, he's very, very good Christian guy, but he's going to come talk about how to build biblical wealth, how to really grow your wealth in 2023. Um, we got people coming on Jimmy Page, who actually co-wrote the book One Word with John Gordon. Uh, if you know who John Gordon is, amazing. Like, just follow John Gordon on Instagram. You'll like catch on real quick that he's all about self-development and motivation. But the guy who actually co-wrote One Word with John Gordon, Jimmy Page, world-renowned um, speaker and author, is going to be coming on and speaking all about your health. Um, you know. I'm going to be tackling how to set those goals. We got other speakers coming on as well. They're going to like really wow you all. So the call to action is, I think there's a link somewhere around here. I think um, we actually have a link in the chat below and in, in the show notes, or you can go to kingsandqueenschallenge.com. But I would just like to ask you, man, because I know we're coming up to our time and I don't want to go over. I want to respect everybody's time, including yours. The call to action is how long are you going to live life sitting on the sidelines? How long are you going to live life being mediocre and average? Now, you may be like, Michael, I'm not average. I'm not mediocre. Okay, cool. But there's some of you here that you've been playing it safe for far too long. And you've been playing it like at a seven or eight. Seven or eight is average. I wanted to tell you that. <laughs> a seven or eight is average. Whenever you ask somebody on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate that food? They're all going to say seven, right? They're all going to say, ah, oh, it's a seven. Seven or eight is average. But how can we get you a 10 in every area of your life? Listen, your family deserves it your future descendants deserve it, your business deserve, your employees deserve it, your volunteers, if you're, leaving a, uh, if you're leading a volunteer organization, they deserve it. They deserve your best self. So if you're just going about every day, just living average, you're hurting a lot of people, whether you realize it or not. So I, I told Marlon this the other day, is like, 
I would feel bad. I'd, I'd feel like a failure if I let you be average. If we sat here and I, I didn't tell you this, I would, who, would, who would I be if I didn't move you to action, right? I would feel average myself. I'd feel like a failure. So I'm just doing my job. What I feel called to do is to wake some people up. So listen, let's rise up. Let's step into your God-given greatness in 2023. You deserve it. Your family deserves it. It's go time. Marlon, man. We got to get this work going, my friend. Bro, I'm <laughs> excited. Go, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you there. I'm going to be there all five days next week. And then also, if you're listening to this in the future, Mike, I got to know for them, for the people that are like, man, Marlon, it's January 5th, 2023. Like, I missed it. Will there be a way for them to get the recording? Will they be able to like still plug in? Yeah, just go straight to that that link that it's below in the show notes or go to kingsandqueenschallenge.com. That's going to stay up now. Obviously, there's power with showing up live. I always tell people there's there's energy there when you can experience it live. When, you, when you're watching a recording, you know it's recording and you don't put as much effort into it. So show yep. up live if you can because it's going to be powerful. And um, yeah, there, if you can't make it though, there will be recording. So just go out, hop over. Either way, just hop into kingsandqueenschallenge.com. Totally free to register. If you want to you know, become premium and get the, the VIP ticket that's there, go for it. But it's totally free to watch the event vip just gives you some extra perks so yo guys be there and be active in the chats i'm gonna be in there this is how i start finding partners this is how i find people to jv with this is how i find people to build business with this is how i find other people to go and be on their podcast or have them on my podcast so be there be active in the chat don't be a fly on the wall so michael i like to wrap up my podcast with two questions that i ask all of my guests so i'm excited for you for this one the first question is I know books and, you know, podcasts, things of that have been paramount in changing your trajectory. Can you name one, but no more than two books that have been total paradigm shifts for you? And it could be about anything. It could be business. It could be relationships. But these books that after you read, you have never been the same since. Yeah, dude, that's a that's a great question. And I look back, I, I've read so many books and it's it's crazy. Like, as you know, a lot of us here, we read a lot of books. One book that comes to my mind immediately that I just fell in love with from the start was The Richest Man in Babylon. I don't know if you guys have read that book before, but as far as like when it comes to wealth and just the the mindset around it, just a really good book. So if you haven't, I think it's only like, it's like super small book, but it's super powerful. Um, so pick up The Richest Man in Babylon. That's that's really powerful. Everybody says Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's That's been really helpful as well. But one book that actually I really loved um, and actually was the first self-development book I think I've ever read in my life. Back in high school, a good friend of mine, which he, we were like 13 or 14 years old. And my a friend of mine gave me the magic of thinking big. I'm like, dude, who's thinking, who's reading personal development books at 14 years old, right? Yep, he got it, he got <laughs> it. And so the magic of thinking big was actually the first self-development book I ever read. And I really love it. I really, I, you know, it's kind of what catapulted me to thinking bigger and actually getting to the point where I'm like, all these people thinking average and thinking small that they got it. They got to elevate themselves. So that was a, the, the next one after that. So richest man in Babylon and then um, magic thinking big would be two that I love. I love those two books. Amazing. Now, my final question for you here is I want you to imagine this. And this is one of my favorite questions, by the way, I'm probably going to make a book on like people's answers one day. <laughs> I want you to imagine that tomorrow morning you wake up. So it's Christmas Eve, you wake up. And as you're coming to consciousness and you're beginning to open your eyes, 
you realize you don't have any memories. You don't remember who you are. You don't remember the businesses that you've worked on. You don't remember how your father was teaching you about entrepreneurship. You don't remember the real estate struggles. You don't remember the challenges, the books you've read, the seminars. It's all gone. You are a total blank slate. You don't even remember your friends, relationships, or family. Now, you're not freaking out. It's not a Saw movie. You're not scared or anything. And as you start to come to, a thought does come to you. And when this thought comes to you, for whatever reason, you don't question it. You just accept it with 1,000% faith. No one can ever convince you that this thought is wrong. What would you prefer that first thought to be? That's, I'm going to say this in a really good way. That's the weirdest question I've ever been asked, but in a good way. Like I never, that was so like most people end their podcast with what's, you know, what's your favorite book or what's, you know, one, one piece of advice. So you, you're asking, let me summarize this woke up tomorrow morning, no memories, no experiences. You have one thought creeping into your mind. What would that, what would you want that thought to be? Yep. And you're never going to doubt this thought. This thought is going to be the foundation for everything else to come. Wow, that is a deep question, my friend. I've never, I mean, I've never thought that deep. One thing that's been on my mind a lot lately, and this may be a good answer, it may not be, but this is just something that comes to my mind randomly because I've experienced some loss over the past couple of years would be, and this is not business related. I mean, it wouldn't be like, most people would be like, oh, you know, I'd want thought of real estate to pop in my mind. It was like, today's a new day and life is a vapor is like that's something that's been on my mind is like just having waking up tomorrow I didn't have any thoughts nothing like brand new blank slate was like live today like it was your last like that would that's the thought I would I would hope came into my mind like if I couldn't remember anything just live today like it was the last day ever you can't remember anything else you can't remember what what happened prior to today let's just live today like it was your last day and that may be a random question. It may not be good, but that's for me personally, because that's something I've been experiencing over the past little bit. You know, we've had some family members pass away. Some people in our town just pass away, like randomly. I'm talking about like freak accidents, but I just would remember like, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. It's just like living every day. Like it's my last because we're not promised tomorrow. Life is a vapor. That's powerful. I, I love that answer, man. And this see, this is why I'm writing that book with all of these answers, because that's <laughs> a nugget right there. So, Michael, first off, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. Thank you for making time on your schedule, making time on your calendar. I know it's busy with the holidays, it's busy with the work. So I really do appreciate you for being here. For the people that were listening to you that are going to be joining up for the Kings and Queens Challenge, I'm looking forward to that. However, the people that also want to connect with you outside of that challenge, what's the best place for them to do that? Where should they go to connect with you, to hear more from you, and to be a part of the things that you've got going on? Yeah, man. I just, I'm on Instagram a lot. So just hit me up official Michael Tucker. That's all you have to do is go to Instagram, hit, hit me there official Michael Tucker and let me know you came and actually you, you listen to this. That'd be so dope. I love when people do that. It'd be like, Hey, I listen to your podcast and I love creating conversations. So official Michael Tucker on Instagram is like the place I hang out the most. Awesome. So guys, you heard him. Go find him, official Michael Tucker. I'll have the links down below in the description, in the comment section. You'll see the link to the Kings and Queens Challenge. You'll see the link to the, his Instagram, to my Instagram. And do me a favor. You already know the cost of admission. If you got value from this episode, if you learned something new, if you were inspired to think a little bit differently, I want you to go ahead and share this podcast episode with a friend. Share it with somebody that's going to help you to continue to grow. And that's going to help, selfishly, this podcast grow. I want to see this podcast. Guys, I told you 
billion people. So I got a lot of work to do and I can't do it alone. I need your help. So Michael, thank you for being here. I'll see you all on the next episode of Into the Mind. Thanks, y'all. See you soon.